I was listening to uh, uh, whatever radio this morning. I was flipping around. Charlie, Charlie Weiss was on, and his dog just started barking during a radio hit, and it was like I had to change the channel. It was so awkward. He's bad. <laughs> I felt bad uh, for him. He, he didn't give a fuck. He was just like, yep, yep, yep just keep talking. And it was not, uh, it was like a more aggressive Hank. Yeah, my face is always like, ugh. No, it's Ooh. nothing you could do. I know, um, I'm just going to smile. All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Uh-oh. There we go. Thought we that were was such have a, a good one. It was? Well, because there, there was some... Village? Debri- some debris, yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome in, no punts, Adam and Paige. I just remembered oh. stuff I need to I need to add to the random... Oh, no. Does it involve me? No. Just, oh, okay, because your face was like... I don't know. Something like you said just reminded me of something that happened last week after we recorded. Um, and uh, no. I, need to, I need to share with the class because it's pretty entertaining. Um, so we are now a little over a week from the one and only week zero. Um, I started looking at week zero a little bit more in depth this week for because i gotta watch the week starting next week like yeah i'm like you have I legitimate locks of the week so can i can i make a confession to start so when i do locks of the week i'll Some bet boy. these i bet i bet these it's not a, <laughs> it's not like a, a meaningful confession but this is where how my brain works <laughs> so when i when i pick these games i bet these games like yeah i do unless i'm writing about it in which case i won't i don't want to write about something i bet so um and we'll sometimes you know that we figure that whole thing out. I get incredibly nervous every week because I know that my picks, I don't get nervous to lose money. I do that a lot and I'm good at that. <laughs> but I know that like my picks are out there and I want yeah. them to be good. I And I feel very bad when they're not. So I started to get a little pre-locks of the week anxiety. Like for the last couple of years, I've started off well and gotten a little cushion and that's helped me. What if I go like 0-5 in week zero? And I start off 0 and 5, and I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm doing this. Like, this is where I'm at mentally. It's not a good place to be. Yeah. I mean, when you're second guessing yourself, that's when it gets hard and you got to kind of step away for a little bit. Maybe take a, take some time to I just trust look the, at the schedule without spreads. I trust the process, and I'm not, I actually like the card at week zero as fucking grotesque as it is. Uh-huh. Well, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fall behind. It's important to me not to win okay. money. But to just not look like a dickhead. Coming out that hot. is like the goal. Yeah. So yeah. And we I've... also will be doing um, locks on this podcast. How that's going to come out, we to be determined. Guys, yeah, we, are, we... we are working through <laughs> some things behind the scenes and figuring it all out of exactly how. Behind the curtain. What... Behind there the curtain. Are fires, the yeah. uh, there are animals loose and people are crying. And it's all going to work out. It's going to be exciting and, and amazing. It's going to be great. Actually, it is going to be amazing. We, but it is going to be great. It's going to be different than last year, which is crazy to think about, and like some pretty cool stuff. But just like, oh yeah, getting that all sorted, you guys oh, have so to stressful. know that we actually, are we are really feeling it. <laughs> yeah, you and I last night are talking late at night, um, yeah. figuring <laughs> out plans, figuring out what to do because the brain, like we got. We got two weeks to get our shit together. Week zero yeah. is like a dry run. That doesn't... And to be fair, I will say we did try to get this together so much sooner, but it just like this is the nature of college football. And us. Um, where it's really coming together just quickly. And that was how this podcast started too. So like, I think it's just how it's supposed to be with us. It is. Um, <laughs> okay. So we do, we are talking today 
What conferences are we? Oh, that's right. My conference and the Big 12, your future conference. My, yeah, my your conference. Fu- your future home. And we'll talk some other things too, but we have to start mm-hmm. with Michael Orr. Um, yes. Because this this was a, well, it's a human being, it's a life story, but it was a college football story and it became a movie. Mm-hmm. And now we're questioning the validity of the story, I guess, without summarizing the whole thing. This very Hollywood, uh, built for Hollywood movie about this family that brought in Michael Orr, who became this amazing football player, mm-hmm. is it's kind of, uh, I don't know, falling apart publicly in a really kind of sad way. So yeah. we're not going to spend too much time on this because we want upbeat. Uh, and this is very sad. I, I we've we've heard from Michael. We've heard from the family. Um, none of it is good. None of it is good for anybody. I don't have a take. I don't have a side. This is not the point of this. Other than no one, other than maybe the lawyers are going to come out of this uh, in a positive situation. I feel like, and that just sucks. And um, I guess TBD, right? Yeah, and I think at like the heart of it, that's this like part that gets me is that it's like really sad because these despite the fact that this was a movie these are real people this is a real family like as much as like there are you know things like oh you know they were never his family and they were never supportive of him like you know to the to the flip side of like you know his brother saying like i'll always love him i can be mad at him for this but like i'll always love him um it's it's very complicated and not great for anyone like you said Um, but it became a massive, massive news story, and especially in the the sports world and college sports, because I mean, the big part of the movie was essentially about like the NCAA investigating, you know, why you know this family brought him in and wanted him to go to their alma mater and things like that, or donors, all those things. So there's a lot to it that definitely relates to college football, but I think ultimately it's just kind of sad that this is all going to play out very publicly and probably get pretty pretty messy and some of the stuff that's come out is just kind of sad on a lot of fronts yeah the i i I think i told you this when these stories are told and and obviously this is a truly authentic story everybody's story is different but you have athletes that have come from really difficult situations or have overcome a lot or unique paths having done this and you and i have worked on a lot of stories together that mm-hmm. are not like this, but have a similar, Element, similar, a similar yes. elements, similar pieces. I was all it was always a fear when you're doing reporting for something like this that you know you're you're taking a snapshot of somebody's life and mm-hmm. you're 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 shaping it away and you're talking to enough people for, where you feel good about being able to do this. It it kept me up at night when you would tell like these very deep serious stories that. Am I am I getting the whole snapshot? Is this real? And and it's interesting to hear people now, like who may or may not have been connected to the area, say, "Yeah, we knew there was more to this story, and here it is coming out." Like, you know, I again having we've kind of done similar things. It has been a fear of ours because, or at least mine, because you just don't know, right? And you can yeah. only spend so much time interviewing someone about their life and the information you're getting that this is going to be what the story is. And clearly, this story has. An incredible amount of depth, and not all of it is 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 positive, obviously. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just sad. It is, and I think the saying goes like, "There's two sides to every story, and somewhere yeah. in the middle is the truth." And I think that's what this is. I agree too. Where there's like, there's you know probably parts that, um, you know, are not great on both sides, and and that's certainly been exposed on both sides, like oh, yeah. the accusations and the things that are alleged in these things. 
um, are not great on both ends. So it is, it is interesting, but it's it at the end of the day, it is a family, so it is um, very sad. So I hope that it um, is resolved in a way that doesn't get incredibly messy. It's already a little messy, but I, yes. I hope it doesn't get more messy. But we figured we would discuss the the lovely blindside movie um that i think a lot of people are sad about but also please don't call for sandra bullock's oscar she didn't know any of this stuff so i don't know why people aren't doing that (laughs) we can laugh about this right we can laugh about that part that's very funny that goes to show you like how ridiculous people are yeah and like they hear one side of the story and they've like run completely with it and like are like she should have known and she whatever like and yeah it's like also yeah i i think it's a very interesting situation in terms of people really thinking that you know sandra bullock could have stopped this and really it was her fault that they made a movie about this when you know there were plenty of people involved lots of people um the very natural transition to a giant giant bo nix for heisman um what do we call this a mural a billboard what, are, what is it? Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a billboard, I think. So um, this was in New York. Uh-huh. There's a giant lime billboard. green uh, bodacious is what it was of Bo Yes, Nicks. yes. Is okay. it Bo and then Dacious? All right. So I don't I, know why. Yeah, give I, your thoughts first okay. because I will go second. Okay. I uh, I love Bo Nix. Okay. This oh. is, we know this. People who have listened know. I am Team Bo Nix, and I want yeah, we all lost the good money things to on happen. That sprinkle bet of him winning the Heisman. Yeah, no, it wasn't great, but goddamn, he had a great year, and I want him to do very well this year. Um, uh-huh. I think these Heisman campaigns are so incredibly tired and stupid. Okay, now we're talking about Bo Nix to win the Heisman. Like, yeah. So, so mission accomplished. Okay, I'm gonna play my own devil's advocate there, but like this is so unnecessary. Okay. Like you, you've taken the time to put Bo Nix in New York, and that's adorable. And like, whatever, this is Nike money. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But like, this is so 2009. It hurts, right? Like, this is like we don't Thank need to you. do this anymore. I'm glad I let you go first because I was looking at the internet, and everyone was like, "This is great. The Bo Nix hype is real." Like people in the media, and I'm sitting there like. Why is this so cringe? Like, this is so cringy. I cannot look. And bodacious, that's what they came up with? Yeah. That is what they came up with? It's, it's again, Bo Nix fan. I want, I, this is great. Good, good for Bo. Wait, I'm just, there, go ahead. Sorry, I'm, there, I'm Googling something. There's got to be a better way to do this, okay? There's got to be. There has to be. People, like, people, it's cool, but. Yeah, no, like, I don't, I don't see people liking or hating this. It's just, it's funny. It's funny to me. It's not impressive. It's funny. And maybe that was the plan. Um, but So there's an episode of Hannah Montana. I swear okay. I'm bringing it back to this. Fair and enough. there's the the brother has like a parrot and he has a girl over and it says like bad breath Becky, bad breath Becky. And he teaches it to say bodacious Becky. And so I was like, how do I, why do I remember that? All I can think of when I hear the word bodacious, bodacious Becky. And so now that says, Bodacious, and now it's literally has, all I could think about is has, the Hannah Montana episode. Has anyone in the world, other than you, made that, that connection today? Yeah, I, yeah. I will, actually I should probably tweet that out. Did anyone has else anyone think about the, the Hannah Montana like, episode with the parrot? Like, Bodacious has anyone Becky? else? Probably, probably. But that is why you are. That's like a slim authentic. demographic. Of the, yeah, yeah. That's why I have my demo right there is so small, but it's there. I know I can find someone. But this is like also when, like you know. 
a linebacker is really good at like Purdue and Purdue will send like a lunch pail. Like this guy brings his lunch pail every day to media members or like a pair of fucking socks. Uh-huh. That are like, like this is the dumb shit we don't I'm need to do I'm trying to remember. Anymore. I feel like there was a Caleb Heisman thing, but I don't know that it was at the start of the season. I remember the Joe Just, Burrow one, but that was also like when the season started. Like, Bo has literally not played a single game this season. And we're already doing this. We're already, it's not just like the hype on Twitter. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's just cringe. tired. It's cringe. It's just it's cringe. tired, man. Like, this is like, I'm the old guy in Instagram using, like, this should appeal to me. Okay. This is geared towards me. It most certainly is not working. But that being said, Fuck yeah, Bo Nix. You do your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Look, I, I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he'll be good, but I just think that this is very strange. I um, just thought it was weird t- that I thought of all the players that, you know, like I could see like a Drake May situation where like you don't play at Oregon and you play at like UNC and you kind of need I, the, you know what I mean? I, uh, I think that's a fair argument. Like a Drake May would be a good one. Or if you had like a smaller school QB that you're like, you know, trying to get some coverage for like okay but it's the whole thing is just odd um it's just odd but it's now, also so of, college football it is well that's why i love it it's stupid and unnecessary and completely charming like that, that is that is college football let's yes. talk about the acc um what what is going on here like what is the latest i've been disconnected so the most latest of the day. is that the august 15th deadline was yesterday, and that was a deadline for them to make it in Florida State to make a decision if they were leaving, um, for in the twenty twenty four season. So like yes. they can't leave now, I guess, which is interesting to me because I don't like I feel like I didn't know that there were deadlines that you had to do this by because this has just been complete chaos. So I don't know how much that really stands. Yeah. But the idea of like adding Callum Stanford and all that stuff, it's still very up in the air and I have no idea the the ACC essentially the the thought process was expansion not you know shipping teams off to other places but I don't know how much that will hold intact but it it may be that the ACC tries to expand this next year and then like tries to hold out for a couple more years before it gets you know plucked by the the Big Ten and the the SEC when it just becomes like Yep. Super conferences, and you wrote about this this week. Like, this stuff is all leading yeah. into an NFL-y style yeah. of, you know, I, conferences maybe, basically that are like powerhouses and like divisions and things like that that look a lot like the NFL. The, the only thing that's helping the ACC is is they, they, the, the the lawyering is pretty good. We're getting out. It's not going to be cheap or easy. And they're yeah. tied to like 2035, I think it is, right? So the ACC has set it up. Florida State is unhappy. Florida State has said outwardly, like, we're going to go. The question is, is where? And the SEC, Greg Sankey kind of said, like, ah, we don't see anything we like. When you look at who voted against adding Cal and Stanford, by the way, it was Clemson, it was Florida State, right? Like, not, this isn't good for the ACC. This is not good. And getting the story that, thank you for plugging that, by the way, appreciate it, Team team BR. The more I thought, the more I thought about it this week, though, like the ACC is going to be fine. I think the Big Twelve is going to be fine, but power, the true power conference football. We we are becoming a two conference 
two power conference situation in the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah. And then quickly, and when you talk about the playoff and how it's going to happen, the ACC could, you know, very, very convincingly say, hey, we deserve an automatic bid in the new format. Big 12 probably can as well. I don't know what you do with the Pac-12. Do you make it an at-large? What do you what do? You do? Um, it's a mess, but but I think somewhat, I don't know, quietly, because not, we're not the only ones saying this, but like the ACC, all is not well. One of your biggest brands is deeply unhappy, and these other conferences are growing and kind of just consuming what it wants. It's like a black hole. Yeah. And there's this balance that I think you're right. The NFL location is coming. I, I really believe that. And it's coming fast. It's not going to be something we have to wait for. It's going to start next year. I don't know where the ACC falls into all this other than being sort of locked in and frankly kind of a lot of its teams unhappy that it has no ability to get out or get more money, at least as it stands today. Yeah. And I think the big thing about this too is just the fact that like, one, we did get a like revised version of what the expanded college football playoff was going to look like and what the, the rules of that were going to be to get in. And I, you know, one, the Pac-12 is probably not going to have an automatic bid. You know, they're going to take that one away and that, yeah, becomes an at-large, probably goes to a um, an SEC or a Big Ten team um, yep. in those circumstances. But like you mentioned like i but I, I don't know what the conversation is with each of these conferences and who carries more weight because the sec and the big 10 probably want to come into it and say we don't need an automatic bid we yeah. don't need automatic bids nope. let's just do it the way we've been doing it with the four and figuring out this but i think um yeah it'll be interesting to see who actually carries weight there like what what those changes are because they have to change it they can't keep it especially with fact 12 they can't keep the Pac-12 getting an automatic bid. That's just like, no. it can't happen. So something nope. has to change. And when you start one change and you start these conversations over again and the committee decides this is what it's going to look like, you know, there's going to be something that changes regardless. And it's like, once you start those conversations, it's kind of like in politics. how so we talked about how like you, you propose a bill and there's like little things in there that like have nothing to do with the bill. Like that's going to be what have... the SEC does. They're going to be like, oh, we have to make sure we, we rectify this because we can't, have the Pac-12 getting an automatic bid. Oh, by the way, I don't think we should have automatic bids. I think it should be just based on what we've been doing the last couple of years. Look at how great it's worked out for us, blah, 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 all this stuff. So I think, you know, I, if I were the ACC, I would, and then really any other conference besides the Big Ten and the SEC, I'd be really concerned with what the adjustments are going to be to the criteria to make the uh, the uh, college football playoff. Uh, AP poll, which we did a live video on. Yes. Um, and I don't know. We like we've talked about that. Let's talk about it. But there was one picture <laughs> that stuck out in the AP poll. A lot of Big Ten, a lot of SEC, like okay. dominating from next year. And you have Clemson, you have Florida State in there, right? But the rest of it, like if you want to know what the future of these rankings look like when it comes to yeah. conferences, that's especially near the top. Like that's kind of it. Yeah. I, I, Shout I out the old Pac-12, or you know. Be in oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting a good no. amount of teams in there. Yeah, absolutely. Pac-12 this year is absolute fire. Um, So I love that on our dock right now, we were talking about Vanderbilt, and we were talking <laughs> about Kansas. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk reasons. Vanderbilt? Yeah. Yeah, let's start with Vanderbilt and the fact that um they have a game in 10 days, and uh, their home field <laughs> construction yeah. is not done. And I hope producer Mac can find a photo of it and put it up because oh my it's God. not just like kind of not done. It's like legit. There's like a just dirt 
It gave like, me anxiety, like a lot of anxiety. It, just I felt that. so bad. It kind of reminded me of the pictures that people keep sending me in the F1 race in, in uh, Vegas, where they're like, oh, the race is in 100 days, the race is in 60 days, all these things or whatever. And I'm like, that's not looking like it's going to be ready. But no. um, this is really bad because it's days before, but just like, oh, Vanderbilt. Like, it feels like very on brand like if they're i would say normally i would go with kansas this feels on brand for kansas but kansas is doing the opposite and building like a, a mega football facility but yeah vanderbilt doesn't really have a a field or stadium completed um oh yeah by no, the time their game is probably going to start i don't know how they're gonna do this and i don't mm-hmm. know it, maybe there, i haven't seen anything official like oh these pictures are old like it just it, I, yikes like Yikes, you got work to do. That's uh, some long days, overtime hours, all that stuff. On the Kansas side, then you think of a program that has done a greater 180 in a year than Kansas has from a football standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, this team was shit, like absolute bottom of the barrel <laughs> shit. Lovable, by the way. I like kids. And, and then, you know, they go hire a coach. They win a bunch of games. They're fun. They score offense. They got a good quarterback. They got ranked. Did they have game day? I can't remember if they had game day or not. Um, did they get the game day last year? Is that what you're asking? I don't. I, yeah. Did they have game day? I know it was uh, like the whole thing. I can't remember. But and then now they're really investing in football. You just love to see it. That's my conclusive thought. You just, if you're a Kansas football fan, you have seen some shit, man. You have yeah. seen some shit. You have lived through lived through some very <laughs> grim years. Like yeah. the Wikipedia of Kansas football page is a horror film. It's a horror I mean, film. It is to a be horrible. fair, they have basketball, so I don't feel like super bad for them. Yeah. I mean, not who cares, but like ah, uh, sorry. You're uh, not who cares. I, you don't know what it's to, like, okay? I, I, you no, actually no. you should know what it's like because you you root for a women's basketball school. Okay, I'm so excited. Way, Can't shout wait. out to yeah, yeah, Iowa women's basketball for selling can, all their season tickets. I, we're we're trying to get ready to figure out when we're going to go. It's going to be a goddamn impossibility, which is awesome, by the way. Yes. Um, so I, how I dare just, you? I, yeah, I didn't want to turn this into something. How I somehow I pissed you off talking about <laughs> kids' football, which is amazing. Um, today I, I just, you knew this was going to happen today with how yeah. our pre-show started. No, it's. Uh, I'm just happy for Kansas, and I. Yes. And I hope Vanderbilt gets their shit done. But but like it's There's really so much to make fun of them for. Like I just don't want no, to. No, but there there like you know I said oh man it's so hard for a program to check. Vanderbilt has done now they play it's so much harder because their conference is just absolute brutal. But they've done some enormous strides forward, and actually yeah. the stadium is is a good thing when it gets yeah. done. In November. And then by the time it's done, and then they'll get relegated out of the SEC. I said that to someone, and they were like, hey, they keep the grades up in the SEC. I'm like, oh, we are not here to play school. We are not here to play school. That is long gone. Long Uh, gone. Florida State, come on in. Uh, Vanderbilt, um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your service. We really appreciate it. Um, See you later. Yes. Bye. But KU football fans, like, Congrats. Y'all are uh-huh. amazing. And finally, um, our friend of the pod, Bruce Feldman, who uh, loved Bruce, got to spend a good bus ride with Bruce at the national championship talking about <laughs> all things, mainly our kids' uh, uh, Little League and 
softball teams. That was um, our our big conversation. His yearly staple of the freaks list is out over the athletic. Um, okay. Which, so by the way, the, I just want to say that this is an excellent list, and I'm so glad that no one's ruined it by being like, we shouldn't call them freaks. Oh, um, I, I was thinking the same thing, by the way. I'm so uh, glad that they still allow this list to exist. I think I'm, it's great. I, I, I'm trying to find the one exercise I saw yesterday um, from Chris Jenkins, his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know, they call him the mutant. Speaking of being cool with calling, he's 307-pound D lineman. Okay. He, he's vertical, how old? Vertical. He's, he's, uh, I think he's a sophomore. So he did a Turkish getup. Do you know what a Turkish getup is? Did you see this video? So no. it's basically you start laying down almost on your back with a dumbbell like over your head, and you have to get up, stand up, like awkwardly. A hundred and seventy-five. No, no, no. You literally hold it up here and yeah, you lay they... down, and then you have to like hold on here. But you like have to like stand yourself up. You, holding you it literally up? start. This is great potting, right? Yeah. And then now you have to stand up with this. That is 175 motherfucking pounds in his hand. Okay? I also just can't wait to watch back you showing that because it was very <laughs> entertaining. You're like watching your phone. And <laughs> you hear? You see here? You see the moving pictures? Um, why am I the fucking old man? Like you, you live for this this like thrive you thrive you off just of it. make it so easy and it's I not know. that you're it's, that old it's what not an act me? oh we were talking on the phone yesterday this is one of the behind the scenes of like our conversation so we're, by the way we're talking oh. on the phone for like the second time in the day yes we hit a record of like three phone calls in a day the other day it was day. a lot it was um, a lot <laughs> and Kramer was talking to me and he didn't mean it like this but just the way it came across he's like and you can do your tiktoks and your like tiktoks and, yeah your tiktoks and just like the way it came out, he was like, by the way, I didn't mean that like in a negative thing. I just meant. <laughs> You're like, no, I get it. You just sound like an old fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I can't help it. So uh, the Turkish gap, 170 pound dumbbell. Uh, my shoulder would be in another stratosphere. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, my reconstruct, it hurts to watch this. So, but it's it's a really fun list. And if you, if you haven't read it, you should. He does it every year. And I'll say this, the, the reporting on it is unbelievable. Getting yes. this information from this many schools on this many kids. I, I had trouble getting this from a school uh, when I would write on a running back or somebody. Just, you know, strength programs are pretty protective of this information normally. Uh, they use this as a way to get information to scouts. And, and I think yeah. Bruce has kind of cultivated a way, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. in this, I did see thinks he can run a, run a sub 4-4, four, four. and you're seeing draft people saying, well, if he runs that, then he's like a you know a top five yeah. wide receiver prospect in the last 20 years. So anything stand um, out to you in this one? So Bruce did say that he, this so in the two decades of doing this, that he's never had a true freshman be number one. Um, and oh, it's, yeah. I, the, na- the spelling of names, like, when I when we covered oh, yeah. college football recruiting more intensely, like a couple years back with um, Bleacher Report, some of the names I was like, I don't even know how to say these because of the spelling. I believe his name is Nichols Harbor. Yes, because it's N Y C K O L E S. It might even be Nicholas Harbor. Nicholas? Oh, let's I see. I but I, I don't know. It could but be I, Nicholas. But, You're right. But Nicholas. but I do know that. See, that's what I mean. But he's a South Carolina wide receiver. There you go. Well, what's what's wild about him 
is we heard about him like all cycle because every like few months you'd see a clip of him running the hundred meter against yeah. kids that are literally half his size. Well, and, and the the comparison in the article is um, I would say a taller Julio Jones with a Derrick Henry type build. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Well, the the other thing in his recruitment was like nobody knew where the hell to play him because yeah. like you could play him well, at tight end. Yeah. You could play him a wide receiver with that build. You're normally like an edge rusher. Like yeah. which is a pre- these are that's a premium position. I mean, I can corner. guarantee you he's not going to want to play. He's certainly going to want to play a position that he's going to get paid for. Um, oh, for sure. At the next step. So, but yeah, fun. that's gonna that's going to be really fun to watch. And I think you're right. It is really Nicholas. Fun. But again, like I don't know how to say. Like I will never forget. Oh, we're terrible with names. I oh, well, we really are. And like I can yeah. hear the same name over and over again and not know what it is. Like I I feel yep. so bad because I can listen to broadcasts, hear it over and over again, and not let it stick. But also the fact that like I remember every name that I have like literally ever messed up. Um and it like they haunt me. So I'm glad you brought this up. We wrote a story on DJ like four years ago. Okay. I spent time with him and his family in his house as a high school senior. I still am terrified to pronounce <laughs> DJ we and when we do live streams I, i'm gonna be a big dj dj they got dj dj and people are like okay funny so you go to i before we do these live streams though i'll write notes and i'll even say like i'll go to youtube and i'm like that didn't sound right that doesn't Arr. sound right either yeah. um but that's a name that we've heard for four years that i've heard for four years and i'm still very sheepish to um, say What's funny about that though is that um, I watched the Johnny Manziel doc, by the way, and the m- amount of people that were calling him Manziel before he, like, before it was Johnny Manziel. I don't know what I, the, the the like clips of like people talking about him in media. They were saying Manziel. Johnny Manziel. I never heard that. Manziel. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't even Texas know. Is twang. it is it Manziel? Is this all been a lie? You know what I mean? It should be Manziel. I yeah. can't well, possibly, yeah. even if it is Manziel, I'm not doing that. Spoiler on the, the doc, but he does talk about how he, you know, is no longer Johnny Football. Um, I so. haven't watched it yet. I Actually, I want to get your thoughts on it. Like, that'll be a, a good route. Like, I want to get, so I've heard yeah. some interesting takes on this this doc, for sure. Yeah, I saw some even weird Twitter, like, back and forth and conversations no, no. about some of this stuff. Um, But overall, I mean, it was much sadder than I thought it was going to be, just in the sense of, like, I don't know that he's really gotten the full help that he needs. Um, but I agree. the I was thinking back to it too. They show this stuff, and I'm like, "What a year in 2012 for college football!" Like I was in college then. Oh my god! And I remember, but it was like Manti Teo and Johnny Menzel stuff, like that year of college football, Bonkers. like insanity. And like I just, I mean, I wasn't. I definitely co- followed college football, and I knew all of the storylines. But just to like kind of relive that and then look at like what college football looks like now, like it's kind of crazy to think that like there's probably going to be documentaries about, you know, NIL and like the stuff that happened so quickly, like once that July 1st of last summer happened, you know what I mean? And like everything that kind of started, but like hearing the story behind how like his friend claims that he, you know, made up the story that his, he came from oil money 
and then his parents were well off so that he could hide the fact that he was like making money and then he like doesn't even talk to that friend anymore and like hasn't talked to him since he like decided to go pro like it's just there's a lot of like unfinished i almost feel like it was too soon for this doc like i feel like there's still stuff that's, that'll that's eventually what I heard. get that's what i resolved. heard and I, and I heard that the end was kind of rushed it felt rushed is the i need to watch there's nothing it. to talk about like he doesn't like he doesn't do anything he like has like business investments oh, but, I, but like i can i can watch him run around like it, it, i hope there's a fair amount of just watching him do crazy shit because it it was a he was a mm. one of one like, yeah like, and i think i would have watched it like immediately when it came out if more people would have told me that cliff kingsbury was as prominently featured as he was oh, yeah. um is he interviewed in that yes and I'm surprised. I didn't think that he would voice, do it. Like you know, uh, sex phone. Uh, just, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He, yep. He was, it was unnerving to interview Cliff on the phone. By the way, it was like, yeah, sir, this, uh, this can't be. This your real cannot voice. Be me. No, like, yeah. why are you doing this? Like, stop seducing so, me, Cliff. Like, it, like that's what it felt like. He is. I didn't know that either. Our guy Cliff. Uh, your guy Cliff. Guy. I love Cliff. I have been team Cliff for life. Um, yeah, Kevin Sumlin was not in it, which I found interesting. They used clips from that. Uh, and his former agent was in it, um, who is currently, I think, Kyler Murray's and Cliff Kingsbury's agent, um, which I always found really funny. Um, interesting. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it ultimately, and it also like glazed over a lot of the like really big stuff yeah. that happened. So I just, it focused mostly on the college thing. And I think that's what people wanted to hear because it was new information. It's stuff we kind of heard about, but we didn't know, you the... know exactly, you know, his agent explaining how he got him to pass the drug test for the combine is wild. Like that stuff is crazy that there were still people trying to really help him and get him where he needed to go. And he got there and he was like, this isn't for me. Well, and I think too, like, Someone touched on in the doc. It's like, do you want to be a football player or do you want to be famous? Because you're already really, really famous. You don't need to actually play football anymore to be famous. You can continue being Johnny Football and live live through the glory days because that's how college football works. Like, if you're a legend and an idol to a university and you bring in the publicity, you make their first year in the SEC the biggest, you know, splash. Oh, yeah. And you're the first freshman to ever win the Heisman. Yeah, you're going to be able to just live on that fame forever. We see it he, happen all the time. He truly, like, you, you see guys, Tebow's and Cam and, uh, I don't they, know, like any Anthony Richardson, right? He was going to start, it sounds like, as a rookie, like these larger than life. Don't normally see like that. It was, it was, it was chaos. It was very yeah. college football in the best possible way. It was. It was so fascinating to me because also just the state of college football we're looking at right now, how like... Yeah, yeah, it was like pre... It was pre-cratering of where, what happened. Like, it was like before... You could argue that he kind of facilitated the next step. This was a big part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it was the first time that people were really having the conversation, probably not the first time, but loudly having the conversation about like, this kid is making this school so much money. Because I yes. think before it was like, this kid is making this school so much money, but that school was already Alabama so it doesn't matter or this school was already Texas so it doesn't matter or this school was already USC now it's like oh he helped this university in ways that like he'll never ever be repaid for and the people that made money off of that are going to make way more than what he ever will make in his lifetime on for sure. those things so it was just it was fascinating um very interesting very sad I do still think that there's a lot left there 
Um, and they, the end yeah. was rushed because he talks a lot about like being in a low mental state and, you know, certain oh. things. And it just felt very not cleaned up and solved. So it was, it was interesting. I was surprised at it, but also shout out his grandpa, who was the one who, um, he gave his grandpa cash and his grandpa wrote him a check so that he, it looked like he got the money from his grandpa. That's amazing. That, That's amazing. So, that is classic. That is stereotypical college football before NIL. That is what was happening constantly. It was like, how do we the, make a loophole? We get cash. We put it in a shout out the grandpa. It's like the bat, the bagman, middleman. That's uh-huh. that's great. Thanks, Gramps. Um, let's talk about the big end. Already, um, I am ready too. So. We got to start with the obvious place. Um, well, there's a couple obvious places that we can start, I guess. But really, it's it does feel we are Michigan and Ohio State. There's a caveat to this. Mm-hmm. But it does start there. Which which one do you want to talk about first? What, what is the more interesting team, you think, this year? I So what's weird is I feel like, okay, two ways of answering this. The team that I think has the most questions is certainly Ohio State. But for me, the most interesting is Michigan because I kind of wonder, like, I know we we talked, even when we did predictions for the AP poll, of, like, okay, it's Georgia and Michigan, and then, like, I don't know what to do next kind of thing, or, like, Ohio State is there, too, Alabama's there. But, like, those two seem solidly in there. But I almost, like, don't know that Michigan is the sure thing that they're being made out to be. Like, I, I, I don't know if this, if, if, I, their schedule's not hard, so I think that's the part that I grapple with is, like, okay, they will be a playoff team because of the schedule. But, like, I don't I don't expect them to be, like, national championship contenders. And, I mean, hey, we can cold takes exposed on this um, later, but I just don't – I don't know that it's as much of the hype, especially kind of, like, with the distraction, the Harbaugh stuff, because, like, I don't know, the – the narrative kind of is around like, okay, there's stuff that's been going on. They're investigating. He's not missing games now. But like the talk of like, is he just going to want to leave to get out of dealing with any of this stuff? I don't know. I, I'm a little skeptical about being so high on Michigan. The um, the Harbaugh thing is interesting, by the way, as, as a good talking point. So he's not going to serve a suspension this year. Yeah. They're basically pushing it to next year. The way I read it, it could be longer. And it does feel like Michigan's like, you know what? Like we got our, we got a, we got a really good chance here. Maybe he'll go to the NFL. We'll figure that shit out in a couple of months. That's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Um, yeah. So I, uh, you know, it's it's really interesting. When I, well, I'll start with Ohio State because I've talked a lot about Michigan. I we've been looking. I've been looking at this roster a lot, and when you look at receivers and the running backs and the line, defensive line, you, you're like, can they find a re- legitimate replacement? For C.J. Stroud, who Stroud, was so yeah. good, so good, and if they can, they're going to be fucking awesome. And and then I think you brought this up on our live stream the other day. You've got some who's going to be calling plays. What's that going to look like? I think that's a really good point too. For Michigan, though, I uh, I do think this is a national championship contender. Um, and I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think saying they are is a hot take either. They've been there. Um, they should have beat TCU. In fact, that game you're going to look back and say like, what the fuck. It, it, to the Ohio I mean, State you point, could, by the way. I was just going to yeah, say, you yeah, could yeah, argue. Ohio State should have won a national title last year. If you want to go that, like, you got a shank kick, you got some targeting, you got all sorts of shit 
and they would have beat TCU. So I am just excited about it, but I think J.J. McCarthy is going to take a huge step up. Um, I think Blake Corum, and I just think that that three group is awesome. And then the more I read about people that maybe defensively we haven't heard about yet, there's a lot of people that know this stuff that seem excited about them. I, I just and look here are the odds by the way to win the conference right now Ohio State plus one seventy Michigan plus, uh, plus one seventy five right basically a, a coin flip between those two mm-hmm. teams which feels appropriate which I guess yeah but I I would am not if you would have told me that Ohio State had better odds I don't know that I would have believed it because of the hype around Michigan right now I, I I would agree with that and and like yeah for the first time in a while Michigan has Ohio State's number and they play that game at home now yeah. Michigan also plays at Penn State. And I, I know it. I just wrote about this line in uh, Game of the Year. Michigan's only a two-point favorite in that game. So I think the question about Penn State, mm-hmm. and I'll ask you, um, that game's what in, do we do with this team? Is it in October it, in, or November? It is in, I think it's in or October. Michigan. It actually might yeah, be the weekend on, of my birthday. What day is it? Yeah, it's October. No, November 11th. Oh, never mind. What the hell do I um, know? November 11th. So that's enough time to know. Like, we'll know by then what we're dealing with in terms of Penn State. Like, if you can and are considering some degenerate bets, I would place some decent money on some Penn State stuff if I were so a betting plus woman, which I am. You are plus five fifty to win the conference. Um, let's go to win. I may totals. or may not already have money on that. Interesting. <laughs> win totals over nine and a half minus one forty. <laughs> That's pretty heavy so, on the juice on the over under yeah. nine and a half plus one twenty. You no, know, I mean like this is a so really sounds like... this is a really good team. Like really, uh, like how good is Drew Aller going to be? Right. I mean that. Yeah. So true freshman last year, people. Scouts are already like raving about his arm. I've heard this from people I talk to are like, this kid is going to be the guy, right? This this is the guy. Like that's what they keep thinking with him. Um, schedule, conducive. You play West Virginia, Delaware, uh, at Illinois. You play Iowa. Should win that game. Northwestern, UMass. So their season. I mean, maybe Iowa was ranked. Um, you know, we'll it talk really about starts. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. They play at Ohio State, which is going to be tough. Yeah, Indiana, that's hard. Maryland, Michigan, Rutgers, Michigan State. When do they? I mean, when do they play at Ohio State? They play at Ohio State uh, October twenty first. Last my birthday. Oh, Ooh. happy early birthday! What a game! What a game for my birthday, right? What a game! No, it's it's uh, it, so I think it's really compelling. I th- as as part of this, yes, I think they're very capable. They've got some really fun players, um, and they have some expectations now too, which we also have talked about over the last couple of weeks. And yeah. How does this that, is how does that get, you know, James Franklin and the narrative of being really good oh, coach gosh. but not being able to go over the narrative, you know, not being able to go to that next level. It'd be very yeah, interesting. Yeah, and not being able to close the gap um on the other two um teams in his conference. Uh I I as I look uh, at the season, I'm doing it's it's because I did like some prep for our um are predicting the AP poll show where I look to see yes. what the AP poll looked at at the start of last year and what it looked like at the end of last year. And I was like, hmm, this was a little bit more chaotic of a season than we anticipated. Like, I didn't think yes. that it was that chaotic. 
in terms of like, I mean, besides out TCU being the outlier, I didn't know how many teams were so overhyped and didn't have good sure. seasons last year that I was like, sure. hmm, could we be, could we be, I mean, I know Georgia is still in another stratosphere, but I don't know. It's hard to I don't to know if they're in another stratosphere. I, 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 no, reputation-wise, for sure, they're in another yeah. stratosphere. But I, well, I think even it's like, reasonable. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But I, the Big Ten is, they are, it's really good. It's really good. It's still top-heavy, though. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I wouldn't go if it's except really for, good. But, um, I mean, oh, you wow, did get a, I went to the top 25, which, by the way, Top hilarious, 25 motherfucking team. In I, what uh, world yeah, we're doing is the... Iowa top twenty-five team? No offense, no offense. I was like, "What the?" Can't no, all right. To be stream. clear, I'm not. I'm not an AP <laughs> poll voter. Uh, yeah, me, yeah. I mean, clearly people, we are not because I was like, "What?" Yeah, people who I know and like and trust like Iowa. So that's great. I'm but not they should gonna, also I'm like gonna... look at, you know, maybe some teams outside of Power Five conferences that should better. Oh, I'm with you there too. Um, this like is how not was Iowa there and not South Carolina after how they ended last year? How can Iowa win their bowl game? Number one defense in the country. Oh. Number 125 offense. All right, we don't want to talk about it. They won their. They bowl got game. a quarterback. They got a quarterback. They won their bowl game. They won their, they bowl, won game. their bowl game. I, that's all I got. No they got. I I am. Uh, I would not have Iowa ranked, um, but I do understand it. The other team, by the way, Iowa win total this year. Uh, over eight minus one fifty. So people actually think Iowa is going to have a, a pretty good year. Year, yeah. I, which is I don't be interesting. know. I I don't know. The other team I, I just want to bring up is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Who, yeah. Their, their win total over eight and a half minus one forty five. This is the last year we think with divisions with the Big Ten. I don't know if realignment changes this. Um, I, I don't know what they do because they have this entire West Coast. Uh, grouping now but so wisconsin you know in iowa illinois nebraska right like you you, you're you're free and clear of the nonsense of penn state michigan ohio state and at least for one more year i like this wisconsin team a lot i think i love the the, but what an overall phil longo from unc and luke fickle and then tanner mordecai yeah got braylon allen if the pieces mesh together i think this team could be a real pain in the ass to to play totally it's the most, I think it's one of the more interesting teams in all of college football just because it's such a, the brand is undergoing such a renovation well, yes. that it could be really good. It well, could we be. talked about this. This is not your your grandfather's Wisconsin. Like, this is a yes. this is a new look team um, in terms of style, and that's going to be really interesting to watch kind of unfold, especially in the Big Ten. But I yep. do think, like, Penn State and Wisconsin could legitimately really mess up this year. Like, they really could. Oh, yeah. Especially with, like, just the questions around some of the stuff, even with just Michigan and Ohio State. It's not that they're not, you know, solid teams, but there are certainly times where you can go, okay, Ohio State's going into a Penn State, or uh, Michigan's yes. going into Penn State. Like, that's not an easy win. So, no. yeah, in November, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's questionable. And, like, Wisconsin, I'm sure, can cause some problems um, as well. I'm, I'm very excited to see Nebraska. I, I am. I'm very excited to see Matt Rule. Are you just saying that for uh, no, Jason? Like I want to make sure we get the Nebraska love in. We well, you know, I kind of have developed a soft spot for Nebraska myself, but this is a Matt Rule. 
I, well, fuck, you were, man. You I, were I, not big on that hire. I was bigger on the hire no, than you were. I, I was, I was not, um, but I was big on your uh, prospects before last season. That did not go. Um, yeah, I uh, no, but it's it's a neat it's a neat hire. It's a new addition. And neat. They're 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 recruiting. <laughs> it's nice, and tidy. Uh, they're recruiting very well, and I want to see it. They got some interesting players too. Um, I'm sorry. Everything I relate to is like from a TV show, and it was like there's an episode of Friends where Bruce Willis is dating Jennifer Aniston's character, and he's like much older, and he's like talking to himself in the mirror, and he's like, "I am a neat guy," and like see? Ross hears him say that. Neat. But it's like, I too am a neat guy. Neat. It's who, what other college I'm football send you broadcast throws around the word neat, neat. so so freely? Uh, I okay. can't wait to send you a clip of that. So you're picking Ohio State to win the conference? Yes. But I did sprinkle a little on Penn State. I like that. I like that. The odds, so by the way, the, is... the just like regular, yes, I think that Ohio State can no, win but the, Penn the State, Big Ten. You know, Yes, I'm sprink gambling wise. I'm going to sprinkle a little on. I I Penn am aggre- I am aggressively tying my cart to Michigan. To Michigan, I'll, I I'll just leave, I'll just leave it at that. National um, champion? Wow, I cannot believe you'd bet that. I didn't just. We'll we'll get there. If 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 Michigan wins a national championship, we will get Lee Schechter on this podcast. Who is we love lively. Yep. Um he works for Bleacher Report. Big Michigan fan. We will get him. Um, on this podcast and let him just go off and tell me how stupid I am and you guys no. can like have a bro fest. It would be it, it would be fun. And then Harbaugh will leave to coach yeah, and then, some and then it's god over. awful at another yeah. franchise. Oh God. Um, um all right. We gotta move to the Big Twelve. So yes. um this is I just read the doc well I just read what you had for a prominent team in the Big Twelve. A uh-huh. talking point for me with uh-huh. I had not read that, but the Big Twelve. This is this is it. We have some new teams, uh, which is going to take some getting used to. We have yeah, some old is. teams. We have some teams getting ready to leave, and then. But really, I think when you talk about this, you have to start again with Texas and Oklahoma, and um, and and maybe that's not fair, right? Because we have TCU coming off a national championship appearance. You have Kansas State. When we did the live stream the other day, talking about, you know, they won the goddamn conference last year. Right? Yeah, like, people so, forget. People forget. So, but we, it does start with Texas, and I'm not just saying this to be a pain in the ass, but I'm going to be a pain in the ass anyways. I, well, do you want to read what it says in the doc? I, I, yes, I will read that, and this is me reading it live. Texas, we get it, Kramer. That's what it says under your bullet. So, I don't know. I feel like I've already said all this shit on this pod. I've you written have. about it. You don't it. have to hit too hard on Texas. That's what's kind of my point of the note, is like, we, we know that they're, you think they're, they're going to be good, but- yeah. I'll get you some um, odds while you can talk about how good Texas is. Or not how good Texas is, by the I'm, way. I don't know that I'm fully bought in on the Quinny or thing. Um, I, it's no fair. Texas, by the way, plus 100 to win the conference. Oklahoma plus 350. Kansas State plus 500. I kind of like oh, that Oh, wow, I'm going to bet Kansas State. Oh, my Te- gosh. Texas this Tech is plus 1,000. By the way, I, I like built that. a huge conference champion parlay. When I was in Arizona, I was like, all right, we're going to just – it's like – Ten dollars to win like seven thousand. All right, so we are we. I put it together. I'll read it before on our on our final uh, uh, podcast like before week one. I will read you my conference champion uh, parlay, which most people are gonna disagree with. But you know I, what? Shooter, I, shoot. Shooters, shoot. You, you know what? Shoot. I'll I'll say this. We can move on from Texas, but 
your your point about Quinn Ewers, like if you're a believer in Texas, you're a believer that Quinn Ewers is the guy. And if you have questions about them, you can understandably say, you know, I don't think the guy we saw in the first half of Alabama is a fair synopsis of who he is. We saw him do it. And, it, and there's some crazy, he's got some crazy shit possible. Like he yeah. can be great. Will he be great? We'll have to see. I think yeah, there's so many good pieces around him that it's going to help him be great. But I understand not. Like, we got to see it. Yeah. Well, and I I was looking okay. up when we were doing um, the predicting the college football playoff live show. And um, his QBR last year went from, like, pretty high to, like, 97th in the country. So that kind of yeah. was weird. So... He was hurt. I, I'm not making any of these excuses. Yes, like, but 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 no, he's he's the key, right? And Arch yeah. Manning. Well, we don't waiting know. For him to, yeah, well, well no, if you're waiting for him to do it, from a lot of people that like, hey, there's a reason Quinn is starting over Arch. It's not just that they're trying to play nice. Like, people are a little worried that he's a little overhyped. Um. By the way, did you see Arch Manning? They said ran 20 miles an hour at practice. Like he could really run. Did you see like a Manning? They, he, he, a Manning can really, really move. They said Arch Banning is like a great athlete. Hopefully I didn't, the internet's not lying to me, but it has before. I so maybe it is. Um, let's talk about TCU. TCU, yeah. by the way, is 16 to 1 to win the conference. 16 to 1. So you go from appearing in the national championship to being the fifth selection, just slightly ahead of Baylor. I think it's appropriate. Um, this team loses so many fucking good players. Like, I, I like Chandler Morris. I really like Sonny Dykes. I think that the uh, if I I don't know like I think there's so much. It's in the spirit of how good they were. I think there's a lot to ask from TCU. Yeah, there's going to be. You know that it's going to not be as good as last year. Like there has to be some regression, and that's okay. Um, they could surprise us, but yeah, I don't think winning the Big Twelve and and being in the college football you know, playoff conversation is going to be a thing. So. Um, what do, what do we make of Oklahoma? I, I just don't even know what to do with Oklahoma. I, I think they're going to be better for sure, but I, I don't know. I bet I mean, them you got to figure it out for the SEC. I, I met that minus six and a half to beat TCU in a game of the year. Um, I think Dylan Gabriel's really fun. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to their defense last year. God, it is dreadful. This is a weird you team. Would think, Real- yeah, and you would think with their head coach that that would be their strong suit, you know? They've recruited again, well. Like, there's yeah. a lot of good vibes, actually, with yeah, this program. Yeah, I guess, program, too, you, I like, got to bring in your own dudes and stuff. And it's not like but he inherited. Like, people were like, oh, he inherited something so great from Lincoln Riley. Well, a lot of people left. So there was, like, a lot of people that left Oklahoma. It's You bring up a good point, though, like, Texas feels like it has some momentum recruiting wise. They they're continuing to recruit well. Oklahoma's done the same, but like you're you're entering the SEC, it's not going to get any easier. Yeah. If this team wins seven games, and they should win more than that, if we're going to talk about uh, Texas schedule being easy, Oklahoma's is is pretty easy as well. Um, it's a pretty big year for Venables, uh, obviously. Pretty big year for the program in general. Kind of figure out just where they are in this new hierarchy of yeah you know so and their win total by the way hold on i just saw it is nine and a half the over is 100 so the odds makers are expecting a 
I'll bounce back, I think, in a big way, which I kind of get. Um, Kansas State and Texas Tech. These are like the K. If you're looking for chaos teams, I think yeah. that this would be a good place to start. I don't know why Kansas State doesn't get more respect. Kansas State's win total either. It's eight very and a strange, half. but I am going to bet them to win the conference. It, oh, and I, I think Texas yeah, Tech. Te- Texas Tech is over. So I didn't see what just happened. I was looking at odds, but it sounded like a calamity. Uh, what did just happen? <laughs> Knock your mic over? Yeah, basically I kicked my headphones out of my mic. Oh, Oh, that's Oopsies. not as bad. So I don't no, even know so... what you said about Kansas State, but sure, I'm sure I oh, agree. Well, no, Texas I, Tech. I'll do the I'll do the Texas Tech heavy lifting. Um, yeah, they were good last year. They were a problem, and they're they were all beat up. They played like three quarterbacks. You get how the show back from uh, from Oregon and Kitley's offense. I I like this team a lot. If I were to pick a dark horse, that would be mine. I I, I think like this is going to be really fun football. I think it's going to be really fun. You get even more fun in 2024 when shit just gets weird. But go cats, baby. Whoa, there's going to be multiple wildcats. Oh, yeah. You got, sure. you got two. Um, yeah. Good basketball conference, too. I know yeah. we oh, like, poo pooed the, the basketball stuff. But, the man. basketball conference. All I need is like UConn and Duke and UNC to come join us. Yeah, they kind of shit all over that. Um, but so who are you picking to win the conference before we, before we, do something you else. know what? You're gonna pick Texas, so I'm gonna pick Kansas State. I like it. Giving Kansas um, State. So there it Betting is. The breakdown and just in general. Um. So, random shit. Oh yeah, the random shit that I remembered at the start of the pod. Yes. Um, and I, you called me that day, and I was like, "Well, buddy, this is what happened." Um. So I. We had a little bit of fire at my house. Nice. Um, I could laugh, okay? Because kinda... everyone's safe. Everyone's funny now. For, it's funny okay. now. I realized, In the moment, though, it was very scary. people listening, they're like, what the fuck, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. it is like it, It's I have, funny now. You can laugh. Deep um, breath and laugh. So, cleaning people were coming, put the uh, food scale in the oven to like get it off the counter. Yes. And I went to put a pizza in, didn't know that the food scale had been put in the oven. And I put a frozen pizza in from Trader Joe's, walked away and was like, oh, you know what? I should add some turkey pepperoni to it because it was just cheese pizza. Open it like five minutes after putting it in to see if it like defrosted and like black smoke comes out. And I like pull it open. I'm like, oh my God. And I look down and the scale is like legit lit on fire. Mind you, this has batteries in it. So I'm like, oh, help, help. Everyone in my family is like trying to figure out how to put it out. Like it was just pure chaos. The Our whole house... Not our whole house, but like our the room with our kitchen and our family room, completely black smoke. Like we got our dog outside trying to pour water on it, just like absolute chaos. Finally get it out. Luckily everyone was safe. No one got hurt. We spent four hours cleaning soot off of everything in our house. But um, this is just a friendly reminder: one, check your oven before you turn it on. Yeah, but you got uh, the, like you two, got set up there. Okay. Two, yeah. Like, two. Bad maybe, beat. Yes. Yeah, it was bad beat. To maybe make sure the fire extinguisher that you have in your house isn't super old because I guess they expire really quickly. So that's an, another thing just for everyone, fire safety. Um, and yeah, I just don't know much about fires and I feel like I need to know more um, because that really, really, it was it was uh, a little frightening for like a whole three minutes, I think, um, in that situation. But yeah, just a very, like, what the f- is happening? That's Go a in. bad beat though. You got, you got like- I did get set up. 
like a doink field goal with um, <laughs> on a personal foul, yeah, and you know a roughing the pass or the play before, like, and and you don't expect there to be a fucking poot scale on your your like that's no, it just but I'm well, I'm so glad it didn't burn the battery because that shit would have exploded. That would have been really bad. Um, so ultimately. It is funny now because we look back on it and we're like, oh my gosh, that could have easily been avoided. Nothing burnt down, but we're good. But yeah, lit my oven on fire and uh, there was like a legit fire in my house with like flames. I um I do not have a fire, but my family has been now now healthier. But so my kids were sick all of last week. And then mm-hmm. as they're getting better, Jack got pink eye. Now, Ugh. um, this pink eye is, is now my wife has pink eye. Like so, oh. my I'm wait Paige. I'm wait now. I'm I'm waiting for my time. But there was last week, so I had to go in the doctor's office with a kid twice in one day. Okay, and like <laughs> they're like, "Hey, Adam, you're back, buddy." Like white, like wiping down the bar top. Like, "Hey, man, towel over the shoulder. You want a cold Miller Light?" Like that's what it yeah. felt like. Um, so we're getting healthier. But I was I've been nervous because we had a live stream on Monday at the pod, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Am I gonna have to wear fucking sunglasses for this thing?" Okay, like because I don't run like. I'm not going down. Like, I will do the pod with pink eye. Okay, if I get pink okay. eye, I mean, but that's I may dedication. Wear sunglasses. Yeah. So, um, that's been our world. It's improving. Is this sickness all coming from the fact that they went back to school? They're not. Or back are they yet. not back so, yet? No. Okay. They, they. I asked the doctor that. So, Jack had he had like a fever for like four or five days. It was really weird, and like test strep. Like they couldn't figure it out. And essentially, if you have a cold mucus and all the gross shit like you can your eyes can just that's that's how it can accumulate right yeah and um that's what they'll say so they start school tomorrow wow. um, oh are we gonna need kramer first kids first day yeah, pictures all, on my, the Instagram? my daughter is already like um like taking some pre-photos to get it ready uh wow yeah Olivia. i kind of forget it's like it's uh and then this year my youngest cam he's Last year of preschool. So next year, I will have three kids taking them fucking bus together, which is a little scary. Uh, wow. That is crazy. I'm, I'm going to get even older. So I mean, you could always yes. just have another and start oh, all over man. again. Don't. Anyone doesn't listen to this anyway, so that's good. Thank God. <laughs> because I, uh, I, I, the doctor's office twice, I'm like, you know the Andre the <laughs> Giant goodness. gif of like, waving like no 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 more like that's yeah. yeah that was it i did it's the energy levels is just it's just not it's what a it used to be it's a yeah. lot and but so in now football also starting now we've got oh, a football start so the other part of this is which is football related so cam we we like you convert his crib to like a little bed right so the bed it's like a crib but the the front is off so it's like a a ha- an open jail cell basically for cam mm-hmm. he's no longer sleeping well in it so we're doing the bed He's getting like a big kid bed, but I want to do it before the season starts because I know that's going to be. Uh, I'm just like, like imagining you showing up for our Sunday live stream. Oh, Jesus. For that being like, I slept on the basement floor with Jack or Cam I slept because. In, I slept at three beds the other night, by the way. Three. Yeah. Three beds. How does that even. My like favorite was yeah. one day, one day your kids will listen back to this podcast, but you do need to tell the bug bite story eventually. Um, oh my god! How, how you're, to, you're like supposed to start. You're like, I'm trying, but Olivia got bug bites. And she, we're trying to go to bed. It's just the whole thing. And I'm like, it's, you know what? Whatever you need to do, Kramer, you do. If you're a, if you're a parent of a kid with sensitive skin, especially to bug bites, like I, you know, 
I feel you. It's it's rough. It's rough out there. This is why I'm getting so old, though. I realize this is why I'm getting. They want to join TikTok. I think I've told you this. They are in, they and I'm should... like, maybe they could show me the way. Yeah, um, you can sign up to... for like a family one. That'd oh, be cute. God. Yeah, I don't maybe know. You just press us. The internet's weird, though. Um, I think that's it. Uh, so next yep. week we've got more football. We got. Hold on. Next week. We got motherfucking games to pick, okay? Yeah, we do. Next, we got mm, Jerry Kills coaching. We got a New Mexico State under the bed. We got all sorts of shit. We got so we all have kinds of stuff. Week, we, and then also we have to figure out all the other stuff that we need to like talk about and do now. But um, So we need to talk about the SEC. Yes. And then we still have our mega predictions uh all the hot takes, the lukewarm takes, just takes. For a new season. Following. Oh, my God. Um, it's so crazy. It is crazy. I'm ready and I'm not. Um, okay, so we need to go talk offline to figure out what the hell we're doing. So yes. for that, uh, for Paige, I am Adam. We will talk to you guys next week.